from Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest, Jenna Bush. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Felice Navi Pod. My name is Tony Thaxton. With me, as always, is Rigby. Yeah, not bad. Ah, thanks once again for tuning in. Uh, I'm going to do some business right up top, and I don't mean I'm going to go to the bathroom. That's gross. And why would you think that's what I'm going to do on a podcast? Get your mind out of the bathroom? Um... I started a Patreon account. Are you familiar with that? P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com. Uh, and if you go to that Patreon dot com slash Tony Thaxton, you'll find a little page for me and Felice Navipod. And what's the deal here? You can pledge uh, a certain amount of money. It's kind of like Kickstarter, but to just create some things for for fun. Just some incentives to do some things. Uh, little things like... And you can uh, contribute as little as a dollar a month or more. Uh, maybe you just want me to email you an adorable picture of Rigby. I can do that. Maybe you would like to join my cover of the week club we'll call it a club um and uh, i'm gonna record a cover song every week it might be who knows what it'll be it might be a serious song it might be a silly song it might be slow it might be fast it might be electric it might be acoustic i don't know but i'm gonna record a cover every week and if you join the patreon you'll get that cover mp3 every week and uh also maybe you want a bonus episode a monthly bonus episode of Feliz Navi Pod. That could happen, too. Uh, so patreon.com slash Tony Thaxton is where you can do that. There's also some other fun sting, fun stings. Uh, maybe maybe you'll get a picture of Sting. I don't know. Probably not. But uh, if you go there, see what you can sign up for. Like I said, as little as a dollar or as much as you want. Um, and uh, there's other fun things on there. And I'm probably going to keep adding to it and make some uh, little uh, goals every now and then. And, uh, you know, as always, I just appreciate any help you guys can get give i should say not get you know if you can get some support that's great for you but it doesn't really help me all that much but i want you to be happy so get that support anyways um what boy um i got that out of the way too early so um nope that must be my guest shut up Rigby. stop i'll get the door hey jenna bush Hello. Hello. Come on in. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming by. How are you? I'm very good. I uh, I hear you just got back from Vegas. I did. Not I on a crazy... Through, through Twitter and all that. <laughs> yeah, not on a crazy gambling trip. I was right. there for Wizard World Las Vegas, seven panels and much nerdiness and purchasing of t-shirts. Nice. You did <laughs> seven panels? or Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. What were the various panels that you Oh, did? there were... Um, there was Iconoclash. This was really cool. We took 64 female characters... And we did sort of a March Madness thing and uh-huh. had um, everybody from my site, Legion of Leia, and Geek Girl Authority vote down to the final four. Um, and they were Kaylee Fry and Zoe Washburn from Firefly, Princess Leia, of course, because Princess Leia. Of course. And um, Sam Carter from uh, Stargate SG-1. 
Okay. And Atlantis. Um, and part of it, I mean, Wonder Woman got knocked out early and uh, Buffy got knocked out early. But um, Jewel State from Firefly tweeted, Katie Sackoff tweeted um, about Starbuck, who ended up in it until the end. And we finally debated them down to the final winner, Princess Leia. Nice. As, As it, it should, should be. be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, I... Uh... I have a fondness for uh, the Star Wars. I appreciate this fondness. And you came wearing a Star Wars shirt, so <laughs> we're going to do just fine. <laughs> Purchased at uh, Wizard World Las Vegas. Nice. And, and uh, well, actually, before I go into that, you, uh, have you, had you done, I've never gone to a Wizard World convention. I did. I did a signing in Nashville um, at Wizard World, and I did a bunch of panels. I did the, um, the oh, God, what panels did I do? Uh, Battlestar Galactica uh-huh. and Charmed. Okay. Which were a real blast. Um, yeah, Wizard Worlds are fun. They're really, really cool. I had, I had such a good time. Um, you can move your arms and not smack people. And <laughs> right. the fans were so cool. They were really, really neat. Also, they were selling sugar bears, which are sort of like sugar gliders. And they live in your pocket. And what? I really want one. They were selling them there. Yep. Live animals. Live animals, yep. Weird. It's so, but so cute, <laughs> but so freaking cute. I don't think I've, I knew of sugar. I knew of sugar gliders, but not sugar bears. They're really close. Okay. They're really, really close. But yeah, they, they sit in your pocket and you can train them and they like dogs and cats and, <laughs> oh God, I want one. <laughs> they like dogs and cats. They do. <sighs> I, I need the, yeah. I, now I wish I would have gone. You may need a sugar bear. <laughs> I think so. You may. <laughs> How much does a sugar bear go for? Well, it's the whole setup, and it's like five hundred and eighty something dollars, I think. Okay. But you know, which is why I do not own a sugar bear. Uh-huh. But they're really, really cute, and I got some cool shirts uh, that I haven't seen at cons before, which are which uh-huh. really neat. I I spent most of my money. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm just going to um, yeah, eat peanut butter for the rest of the month. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. I uh, when I know you were at. Uh, Star Wars celebration also, right? Oh, yeah. Because I, I was there. Were you there for how many days? I only went the two days um, because I actually had to run the site. So okay. I went down Thursday, wrote up the big announcement in the trailer, and then I went down Saturday and was there until 2 o'clock in the morning, and yeah. it was mind-blowing. I know. I, I only went on Friday, but uh, I had so much fun. It was so and cool. I'm proud of myself for not spending more money than I did. Yeah, I, was... I cannot be proud of myself for that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a fuzzy wampa. Yeah. Yeah, well, because you need that. I understand. You do. Like I said, look around. I If anybody's going to understand, <laughs> I, I, I understand. figure you do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love my fuzzy wampa. <laughs> and you, did you go to the actual, the the, for the panel when they I showed didn't. the trailer? I um, didn't. And the reason I didn't is because I actually had to run the trailer. So it was being broadcast live. And also, I'm too old to sleep out all night. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I stayed home. I wrote up the the panel, the notes from the panel, everything Kathleen Kennedy said about female characters, um, ran the trailer, <clears throat> quickly changed, and got into my car and drove straight down. Uh-huh. Oh, God, it was so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. Yeah, I was, uh, I was watching the stream on that Thursday, and I was watching it for a bit, but then I, at a certain point, I had to leave home to be somewhere, and it wasn't over yet. And literally, like, two minutes after I left the house is when they... Showed the trailer. No. Oh my god! <laughs> I was freaking oh. out because people were texting me while I was on my way to wherever. Like, have you seen it yet? Have you seen it yet? Oh my god! And- I watched it like five times before I left, and then when mm-hmm. I got down there on my phone, and um, and I got to to see Mark Hamill for a little bit. Yeah, backstage, which was really really cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he saw. I bought um one of those Funko Pop Leias. Uh huh. And sh- you're shocked, I'm sure. And he was like, "Oh, you know, they make one of me too." Yes. <laughs> and I will also own this. Yeah. <laughs> it was really cool. That Funko Pop line blows my mind because 
they have the rights to everything. Everything! Like, there's not a franchise or anything that's sometimes not even all that popular, and they have toys of it. I don't understand how they're doing it. Yeah, there were some that I've never seen before, although I have have Baymax, because Uh Disney sent me Baymax, and I love Baymax. I don't think I've seen that one yet. Oh, he's really cool. He's, like, twice the size of most of them. Uh, Oh, like uh, the Stay Puff? Yes. Yeah, yeah, totally like that. And then I have... um, I have a baby Groot and regular Groot uh-huh. and now Leia. Nice. So I'm working on my collection. Mostly just started, but those are the important ones. Yeah, I know. I, I actually don't have uh, any of the Star Wars. I just have some Muppet ones and some Ghostbusters ones. Oh, I like I the have. Muppet ones. Oh, yeah. I want Animal. Yeah. So if that disappears from your house, it's not in mine. <laughs> not in mine at all. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I don't know why the, the Star Wars ones are always bobbleheads, though, aren't they? Yeah, which is really weird. I don't although... understand why. It's, it seems like it's only those. Yeah, I I actually was surprised when I opened the Leia one and her head started to move. But, I'm, you know, I'm okay with this. I'm yeah. okay with bobbleheads. Fine with it. And then I also bought, um, this weekend, I bought um, a Lego Tauntaun with Lego Luke on it. Nice. You know. Is that a new one? I don't know if I've seen that. I've never seen it. I don't even know if they're, like, licensed Legos. Uh, but I have okay. a whole bunch of them that I'd gotten at Comic-Con a while back, but I hadn't seen the Tauntaun yet. So Tauntaun had to come live with me. Uh-huh. You know, he had to be friends with Leia on my desk. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I don't sound weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I still, I'm so tempted constantly by the Star Wars Legos, and I, I have not done it because I'm scared. As soon as I buy one, it's just all downhill oh, from there. Oh, it is. It totally is. Yep. I got a lot of them. There's a, there's a case. I moved in with my boyfriend a number of months ago, and his toys have now merged with my toys. It's Toyapalooza. Yeah. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I still need more. I understand. I actually have slowed down quite a bit, believe it or not, from the looks of this room. But uh, yeah, in this in this house, we we looked at this house, and um, this is actually three bedrooms, which we didn't need. We we were looking for a two, and saw this one. It has this third room, and I'll <laughs> see, I saw these built-in shelves in here, and I was like, yeah, I could I could take over this room, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, no, that this makes, I'm looking at them now, and this makes total sense to me. Mm-hmm. I would also purchase a house like this. Yeah. Built-in toy shelves. Awesome. Yeah, it was, this, uh, this room was made for me, I think. <laughs> it's kind of awesome. <laughs> um, so tell me a little bit about, because, well, First of all, you and I met at a uh, at a pun contest. Yes, we did. <laughs> hosted by our pal Joseph Scrimshaw, who's yes. been on here before. Who was on most of my panels this weekend. Oh, yeah? Yep. Nice. He's a good man. He's awesome. I saw him briefly at Star Wars Celebration. Kind of just had a quick hello, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. He was on um, He was on that panel. He was on Making Money as a Geek, um, which is funny because I actually don't make that much. Um, <laughs> and he was <laughs> on... feeling. Yeah, and he was on um, Female Characters Then and Now. So, yeah, we were on... Oh, and Five Truths and a Lie... Okay. The, uh, the storytelling slam, which was very uh-huh. cool. So, yes, he is awesome. But, yes, we met at a pun contest. Yes. Uh, I did not quite know what I was in for that Me night. either. And I was, <laughs> he asked me, and I said, yeah, why not? Yep. And uh, it was really fun. I, uh, yeah, I didn't really know, and was. I really enjoyed it. So <laughs> I, would, I would hope to do it again someday. So Yeah, my face hurt from it. Yeah. yeah I was laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. I know. I had some friends that came, and I was like, I don't know what this is going to be. <laughs> if this is terrible, don't blame me. But but everybody had a great time. So it was really cool. Yeah, that was super fun. So yeah, so we met at that, and then uh, I you know we started being Twitter friends and everything. We are then. Twitter and, pals. And so I thought, uh, yeah, it'd be fun to have you on. And so I've been learning about you a bit through Twitter and all that since since. Oh then. dear, <laughs> I've been getting a lot of craziness on Twitter the past few days. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wrote a couple of stories that have made some people kind of angry. Such as? 
Well, um, today uh, I worked with this this guy. Um, he has a site called Heroic Girls. He has two little girls. Um, and a while back, he'd done a video of the two of them walking around Target looking for Gamora toys from Guardians of the Galaxy. And there weren't any. And there was the hashtag, where's Gamora? Well, he just started um, Where's Natasha? Because out of the 60 official toys that are out for uh, um, Avengers Age of Ultron, three of them are Black Widow. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're kind of annoyed with that. The big box of, um, of Avengers, like the set of Avengers, has no Black Widow. So people are telling me I'm, I'm getting on my soapbox and that uh, why should I want toys and boys don't like toys if girls are involved and we won't buy them. And yeah, so I made them angry today. Um, uh-huh. And then the other day I said a little bit of, uh, about um, Chris Evans and Jeremy Renner calling Black Widow's character a whore and a slut in an interview. Ooh. And I, I will be very clear here. I was talking about casual sexism, not that I thought they meant it in any way, that they're bad people, that uh-huh. they suck, anything like that. But there is a, like, it's not a, it's not a funny joke. And, you know, if you're going to hold them up as um, role models to your kid when they go into hospitals in costume and you say, see, look what they do. Those are really cool people when you're, they make jokes about a character. And, of course, she's fictional. And, of course, she does use her sexuality like this is not. But calling her a, a slut and a whore, um, maybe your seven-year-old might notice that and then call someone else that or your you know five-year-old little girl thinks it's okay to be called that right and the things that i was called after posting that story (laughs) were magic oh boy oh yeah they were great well maybe maybe that then gives gives me some justification for my so far unjustified grudge against jeremy renner I have no idea why he bothers me, and I have no reason for it. I can't tell you what it is, but anytime he's in something, I'm like, eh, not this guy. Well, if it makes you feel better, read his apology, which uh-huh. was sort of like a, you guys are so stupid for being pissed off about this, and now you have a reason. All right. Because it's kind of snotty. All right, I'll look this up. Chris Evans' apology was lovely, though. Uh-huh. I, will, I will say that. Fair enough. Um, so tell me a little bit about your, your website, the Legion of Leia thing. Yeah, legionofleia.com. So, um, last, when the original casting announcement came out for the new Star Wars film, you know, the big picture with everyone doing the Mm -hmm. table read, there was only one new female character and there were seven new male characters. Now this has since changed and there are all kinds of awesome chicks in this film. Star Wars Rogue One is being, um, led by a woman. I think Mm -hmm. it's amazing. Kathleen Kennedy just said the whole thing about how, we're going to see way more women in the Star Wars universe, and that's awesome. But at the time, I didn't know that. So I had written a blog post about it on an old blog of mine, Girl Meets Lightsaber, because obviously I'm a Star Wars fan, you may have noticed. <laughs> um, but, you know, I said that we are we, – there are tons of female fans out there. We're Legion, and someone should listen to us. And a friend of mine and I were having dinner and talking about our Princess Leia costumes from when we were little kids. And she said, you know, how many of our friends do you think have that same picture? I was like, I'm, I'm going to go with all of them. Yeah. So – I decided to start a website, um, a community to celebrate um, women in sci-fi. And so May the 4th, which is Star Wars Day, mm-hmm. I asked everybody to post a picture of themselves or change their avatar to Princess Leia, whether it's them dressed, their cats dressed as Leia, which, by the way, we did with our cats. Which, uh. <laughs> they, it's, it's, there's evidence. It's does, really funny. Do your cats put up with it? They did for mere moments, and okay. then they tried to murder us. Um, yeah, if we put anything on our cat, he just shuts down. He just totally stops moving and just... Lay, oh like, my God. just lays totally still and won't move until you take it off of it. If you scroll back on my Instagram feed to last May 4th, you'll see the pictures and uh-huh. you'll, yeah, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> um, but we had everyone help out. I mean, Jane Espenson, who wrote Buffy and Caprica and Battlestar and Game of Thrones and all of that. Um, she did it. Um, Adrian Curry did it. 
Um, Mark Hamill's son Nathan did it uh, with full beard, which was fantastic. Uh Um, And we got such a response. I I was just blown away by it. And so I started interviewing women like Ashley Eckstein from her universe and Clone Wars. And, you know, I put up and Jane Espenson and I put up a new um, interview every week. And by the time we got to August, I had such a response that I started just I turned it into a website. So news. I mean, the website existed, but I turned it into full on geek news. Uh So we talk about all the geek news in the world, like comics and video games, movies, TV. um, But we also do cover um, women in geekdom. Uh-huh. And I try to bring as much awareness as I can to um, to what's going on because it's you know it's it's frustrating because I feel like um, feminism's become a bad word even in the geek industry, and that there's nothing wrong with wanting just as many toys as everyone else. And mm-hmm. you know, so went went through a bit of a, a stressful time with Gamergate, but that's yeah. mostly past now. <laughs> Yay! But yeah, so Legion of Leia has been it, it's been incredible, and the response that I've gotten has been wonderful. That's great. And it, it basically started from just that cast photo. Yep. That's what it came That's from. That's awesome. I, I did not realize it started because of that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so thrilled with the way the casting's gone and, and how cool yeah, it is. Yeah, it and... seems like they're really, uh, with like the two trailers so far, they're really kind of seem to be making it a point of saying like, oh, you don't think that we have girl, strong girl characters and uh, yep. some some uh, non-white guys. <laughs> yep. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, if you're going to have a universe full of aliens, mm-hmm. very, very varied, you know, some of them can be female. Yeah. And I think, and I honestly, I think it's awesome. And then you have people like Lupita Nyong'o and... Yeah, um, we still have no idea what she's actually doing, right? No, um, and Gwendolyn Christie, who it's rumored is the Chrome Star Trooper. That's uh, the... Star, Star Trooper, Storm Trooper the, in the, the trailer. Big, uh, mm-hmm. The woman from Game of Thrones, right? Oh, yeah, Brienne okay. of Tarth. So, yeah, so it's, I'm so psyched about that. I think it's really cool. Yeah, I'm curious about that. Like, if... Because uh, I, I read that. It was one of those, I'm trying to only see the things that I'm supposed to see. I'm trying right, to not right. search search out things and someone sent me an article saying that that's who that stormtrooper was. And I mean, yeah, at this point who knows if it's true or not, but I'm curious how things like that are going to be handled like when they're actually putting these not just like extras basically yep. in those kind of roles and it seems like whoever this new uh Sith is yeah. like we don't know who's playing him. I'm curious if that. Yeah, I don't know. Are we going to see him take the mask on and off? And I don't know. yeah, I, I mean, so there's there's stuff that I know that I'm not supposed to know that I yeah. have been keeping under wraps for a long time. So, but I, from everything I know of it, it's going to be amazing. Oh, I have I, no doubt. I feel very, very confident in it. I uh, so excited. Yeah, I. I, the, I mean, the trailers have been. Amazing. I can't tell you how many times I've watched that new trailer. Oh my god, so many times. <laughs> I, I probably can't watch stop. it at least once a day still. There was undignified ugly crying the first time I watched it. And I was still in my pajamas trying to drink coffee and I'm like, oh my god, look at this chewy. <laughs> I, know. I I will say I didn't actually cry, but it does give me chills every time that, that every last time. moment happens. Every <laughs> time. Oh my god. Alright, I guess we're gonna do it again then. What would it sound like if the Beastie Boys were excited about that trailer? The Force Hey, Chewie, 
standing down I can't wait for Star Wars The Force Awakens to drop There's no possible way that this movie could Mmm, flop? Yeah, and that opening shot Oh and... my god, the Star Destroyer mm-hmm. And then I, you know, every there's this like incredible response to it And then I get one person on Facebook who's like You know, um, Star Destroyer, if it totally landed there Like it would totally blow up the planet I was like, shut up, go away <laughs> You suck. I know. I'll, I'll still take that over the people that uh, just love to tell you about that they don't care about the new Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Which is fine. If you don't, that's fine. That's but cool. Don't tell like me. This, yeah. You, they just like can't wait to like tell you how much they don't care about it. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because I posted the thing today about Where's Natasha on Google+. And I got this slew of people saying, blah, blah, this is so stupid, pseudo-feminism. Like, well, it's oh, actual feminism. But whatever. And then they're and they're like, and you just and you'd complain if there was a toy because she'd be over sexualized. And I was like, first of all, no, I love her outfit. And second, why do you follow me if this upsets yeah. you so? <laughs> just don't comment. Just read something else. <laughs> I'm off my soapbox now. Uh, it's all right. I, I realized that I, I didn't take my opportunity of since we've been doing a lot of Star Wars talk. This usually has to happen when this happens. Ooh. Oh, it doesn't want to play. Where is it? Are they really gonna talk about Star Wars again? It happens every time that Tony talks to his friends. I'd rather hear them talk about something else instead. I guess we're really gonna talk about Star Wars again. Star Wars comes up a lot on here, so. I approve. Star Wars. <laughs> Alright. Now that that's out of the way, we can carry on. It makes me happy. <laughs> Uh, no, it, it's funny. Yeah, this is, uh, this podcast basically turns into a Star Wars podcast generally. I'm fine it's with that. the effect of the room, I think. Yeah. Yes, yes. So. <laughs> uh, was that the, is that the first celebration that you'd gone to? It is, actually. Yeah, I've always too. wanted to go, but, um, there's always been some con or some work I've had to do or some reason I haven't been able to go, or it's in Germany and I can't afford it, so. Yeah, I know. I was, I was actually really bummed when I already saw that they've announced next year's London. I know. I'm like, seriously, how many points can I get on a credit card? What do I need to purchase? I need to go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I knew I was going to have fun. I had more fun than I expected. It was kind of like Christmas Eve as it a kid. It totally was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was so cool. And just walking around and seeing so many. First of all, the cosplay was incredible. Yeah. And second, just walking around and seeing how many people were there for one single thing. Because, you know, Comic-Con, it's all sorts of fandom. This is just Star Wars. And it's yeah. just, ah, oh my gosh. I know. I was actually, I, <laughs> I would get annoyed at the booths that didn't only have Star Wars. Yes. Oh, my God. I don't know. I had this, like, irrational anger. Like, what are you putting up Guardians of the Galaxy stuff for? I mean, I love it, but it doesn't belong here because mm-hmm. Guardians, not Star Wars. <laughs> yep. Unless you're doing some sort of comic book crossover and then I'm fine. Yeah. And there were, and there were same thing with cosplay. I don't know if people yeah. are just, like, they take any chance they can to dress up as something or if they're doing it to yeah, anger Al- people like me. Or- Although I did, I did see an Elsa Emperor mashup oh, costume, really? which I was actually kind of cool. Yeah, I was fine with that. Yeah, I saw some decent mashups, but there was a lot of just like Doctor Who and yeah. Like, you're like, well, why? I why? mean, I get like heat space, but that's really a loose <laughs> connection. But hey, if it's the costume you have, yeah. <laughs> did you? I don't know if they may have only been there the, on Friday, but did you see the? Uh, there were it was a two person costume. That was an, oh. they were an ad at. <gasps> no, it was. I'll show you a picture when we're done. It, oh, uh, and I'll wow. post it on the on the page or something. But uh, it was kind of incredible because it was really big and it was 
it looked like it was a guy and a girl and they like had, it was so huge and i think people would just like get out of their way and oh so that's how they God. got around but i don't know how they could see anything because that's awesome it's pretty crazy i did see an x-wing fighter stroller and a tie fighter stroller uh-huh which is weird yeah, i saw a tie fighter stroller Wait, also. like i'm not the biggest kid person in the world i mean they're fine i like them but like but when you put them in costume mm-hmm. then we're fine <laughs> i saw a baby ewok that couldn't have been more than like two weeks old <laughs> it was the it was far cuter than the actual ewoks in the movie Just, nice you know. <laughs> uh which uh, they're not really all that cute wicket's cute we were talking about this with uh, yeah. other guests recently. Some of them are kind of terrifying looking. Some of them are actually really freaky. <laughs> like, their lips mm-hmm. freak me out a little bit. Yeah. I actually... Okay, so I don't know if you know this, but I just... Um, I have a book coming out on October 6th. Um, I contributed to Star Wars Psychology, Dark Side of the Mind. Okay. And so the chapter that I co-wrote with um, Dr. Janina Scarlet was about Jedi and becoming a Jedi. So I had to rewatch the prequels. Uh-huh. And um and all obviously all of the movies. Um so I did get to revisit the Ewoks, although I watch Return of the Jedi all the time. I do too. But then I had to rewatch the prequels. <laughs> and I haven't seen them since they were in the theater. I was trying to pretend that they didn't exist, which also got me yelled at on Twitter. Yeah. But I know um, a lot of people did try that move. Ooh, so bad. Oh my god. I, uh, I keep saying I weirdly I can I can watch three and it's mostly like Pretty enjoyable to me. Yeah, yeah. Three, three is the best of them. Yeah, uh, and so many people shit on Phantom Menace, but I weirdly find it kind of watch. Even though there's lots of terribleness in it, yeah. I like that it still has sets in it. It's yes. not just a cartoon like the other ones That's are. True. Kind of. That's true. Like so, that weirdly makes it a little more watchable to me. But, but two, two is just, no, no. I keep calling it hot garbage anytime it comes up. Hot garbage is a perfect way to describe <laughs> it. Okay, so we're writing about the Jedi, and I've I've said this before, but um. They're really dumb in the prequels. They're like, hey, you know, so we've got this we've got this kid. You know what, kid? You're young enough that this is going to mess up your head. Okay, so you're the chosen one, except that you're not really, except that you are, but we're not going to train you. Now, I get, maybe I guess we'll train you, so he's already rebellious. Mm-hmm. Then, you know that hot chick that you really want to have sex with? Yeah, so why don't you take her to this beautiful lake country, and she'll wear all sorts of, like, Gorgeous outfits, and you guys will be alone, but don't have sex. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, and you know your mom, who you love more than anything, who the Jedi Council strangely did not have enough money to rescue from slavery. We're not going to let you know anything about her. Go back in, fix it. You know, just mm-hmm. let you know she's married and okay. So, yeah, turn out well. <laughs> <laughs> just, really? You're Jedi. Intuition. Yeah. Come on, I can figure that out. And I don't even have kids. <laughs> I just recently... Uh, watched some of the deleted scenes from that movie, which I don't Whoa. think I had ever watched. And I don't know it's if I have. Crazy, like it's it's so un Star Wars. Like, because literally they go to see Padme's family. Of course, because like, like, like when they go to that, like they cut all those scenes out, but they like meet her her parents and her sister and all, and like he's like literally having dinner with. There's like a dinner table. Oh scene God, with the family. Weird Star Wars Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I have them. I mean, I own them. I feel like maybe I should go back and yeah, watch those. It's today. kind of. It's. It, I'm not going to say they're worth watching, but it's it's worth watching just in the sense of that you can't believe that this was actually even shot. Oh God, no! I'm going to go in. Yeah. I, what? <laughs> Well, we say all the time that like you get bad performances out of Natalie Portman and mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, and Ewan McGregor. Like, what do you have to do to get bad performances out of them? <laughs> Magical. Yeah, I know. I didn't remember Natalie Portman being so not 
very good. So bad. Because <laughs> so I had rewatched some of them recently also for some reason. <laughs> Sorry about that. That's all right. Um, man, yeah. So, the, yeah, there's been an even larger amount of Star Wars talk lately on the podcast. Because, <laughs> As there should be. So I apologize to the people that that angers. Felice Navipod will be right back. Hey, do you like to buy things? Of course you do. We all do. You know where a great place to buy things is? Amazon.com. Wait, no. FeliceNavipod.com. Go there. Go to the Amazon banner at the top of the page. And then just go shop on Amazon like you always would. And then a portion of what you purchase will go to support the show. We thank you. Now do it. And now, back to Felice Navipod. So maybe let's, let's try and go over to what we're supposed to talk about. Okay. Let's get into a little Christmas talk, All if right. you're cool with that. Absolutely. Uh, um, where, where did you grow up? I grew up on Long Island, um, okay. about a third of the way out on the top, right. if that makes sense. Right. So um, even though we were really close to New York City, it actually was a really small town. Uh-huh. It still is. Right. Okay. What was the uh, what was this town? Um, it's called Green Lawn. Okay. Um, believe it or not, that is an actual town. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's very tiny, but you know, we're so close to the city that we were in and out all the time and right. um, on the train. But yeah, it was really, really quiet. There was snow. I have since given up on snow, which is why Me I live in Los too. Angeles. Yep. But back then it was lovely because I got snow days. Now you can't get them. So what's the point? Yeah. Snow days are the best. They really uh, are. But yeah, snow. Nah. No. Not so much. No. Once you're, once you're, uh, old, yeah, once you're out of school, it becomes not very exciting right and i went to college in syracuse where there's like uh-huh. 10 feet of snow at a time so that pretty much killed snow for me for the rest of my life mm-hmm. people are like oh you can drive up to big bear there's snow there i'm like that's good it can stay there and i will not go near it <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> yeah i understand so uh so what were uh do you have any like christmas memories that stand up growing up in in uh green green lawn, lawn. yeah <laughs> seriously and we would drive around sometimes on weekends to look at everyone's lawns not kidding. That is <laughs> to a thing. look at lawns. My father loved doing that. It was so bizarre. But yeah, what, he, what about these lawns? He just wanted to see if they were greener than his. Okay. So I he know. Really wanted to live up to the name. Yes, he really, really did. <laughs> I think he probably still does that. Um, but yeah, actually, there was one very recently that was kind of neat. Um, Jeff and I went back to visit my family, and so it was my parents, um, my sister, and her husband, and their two kids, um, their daughter Sersha and their son Evan, and I had. This was a couple years ago, so I, I get screeners um, because I'm part of the Critics' Choice Awards, uh-huh. and I had Frozen. And um, we watched it on Christmas Eve, and it snowed. And then it was gone the next day, so I never had to step oh, in. Oh, that's perfect, yeah. But it was I, it just as the movie start, the credits start rolling, and the snow starts, and there's a skylight above. And so we were, uh-huh. we were like, oh, my God, this is Disney magic. Yeah. Which is really great. <laughs> um but yeah, I actually, I had really wonderful Christmases. Uh, my entire family would get together. My grandma Rose, um, who was a pistol and lived to be 97, she wow. would come over um, the night before. So we'd stay up on Christmas Eve with my grandma Rose. And yes, her name is Rose Bush. Because <laughs> seriously, she married into it, but still. And it took me until like sixth grade before I figured that out, that that was weird. Because she was just grandma. But then right, her fr- right. my friends were like, Rose Bush, really? Mm. <laughs> All right, sure. Um, but but yeah, so she would stay up with us and she and my mom would get up super early in the morning to start cooking. And I think we started getting up at like, oh, 4.30 in the morning mm-hmm. looking for presents. So my parents had to spend all this time like putting everything together super early. 
So it finally got to the point. Would they, would they let you and they would get up? No. But we would climb, we would walk down the stairs to see if the presents were right. there. So Yeah, because my dad always had a rule that the, the sun had to be up before I woke him up. Yeah, they, they weren't really big on the getting up in the dark thing. Um, yeah. But they, and they try to wear us out. And I actually remember um, my mom telling me when I was really little, before I stopped leaving Santa Claus. Because, um, I mean, not that Santa Claus isn't yeah, real what? or anything. What now? I just, you know. Uh, but she, she told us, she's like, I know everyone says he's not real, but... I, and I don't know if he is or not, but I'm just going to tell you. Like one time when I was a kid, I heard this jingle and I looked up and I just saw this tiny red light in the sky that could have been a plane, but I don't know because <laughs> I heard bells. And I was, I would tell people this like, well, okay, no, I know it sounds like a crazy story, but like my mother actually saw Rudolph's <laughs> nose. So like you can't discredit, it can't discredit that. So for years I did that. Um, but then I got, once I realized that my parents were buying me presents, um, in addition to Santa, of course, of uh-huh. course, um, I figured out where they hid them. And so once my sister stopped believing in Santa Claus, I would try to tempt the hell out of her to go upstairs into our attic. We'd like pull downstairs and go and see what the presents were. Now we didn't need to unwrap them because my mother would write in tiny, tiny writing and pen on the top of the wrapping paper who they were for and what they were. Yeah. I mean, I figured that she figured that, you know, her daughters weren't sneaking around in the attic looking for presents. um, And that was to remind her what they were. But why but does that matter? I don't know. Like, can't you just put the tag that says who it's for on and then you'd be done? You'd think. You'd think. But yeah, she's got this I've thing. I've never where... heard of someone doing that. So weird, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess this might have been before Post-it notes. Mm-hmm. That might have been a better way to remember and then take them off. But then she always leaves price tags on things. So I don't know. So, <laughs> <laughs> But my my poor sister t- still tells everybody how I used to. She's like, I don't want to know, Jenna. I don't want to know what the presents are. I'm like, you have to. You have to come with me. Yeah, she's my younger sister. So okay, so you did go with her. Oh, I thought you yeah. were like trying to oh, no. send her, and then if, if oh, someone no. got in trouble, it would be her. No, no, <laughs> I wanted. I absolutely wanted to know what I was getting, uh-huh. and I just wanted someone to do it with me. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> my poor sister, and I figured, like my mom, like I said, she probably had no idea that we were up there for years doing that. So she figured, you know, tiny pen on dark red paper, like no one's going to see that because they're not going to see them until Christmas morning. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. <laughs> were you uh, you were good at still acting surprised then? Um, I was an actor for years, and I okay. think it may have come from that. Right. Yeah, I totally, I totally pulled it off. And my sister would be like, "I just don't want to look. I can't look. I can't pretend to be surprised." <laughs> so, but yeah, I uh, I actually managed to pull that off for years before she figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I didn't really do. I, I think I remember doing that once. And uh, I don't even think I've ever admitted it to my parents. I assume at this point they probably just figured at some point <laughs> I would have had to have. But, uh, yeah, I just remember being – it was that thing where it was exciting at the time. Yeah. But then later being like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Like, now it kind of takes out half the fun of all I this. I loved and- it. I was – I'm such a weird person. I just – I was like, <laughs> I'm so excited that I know something I'm not supposed to know. <laughs> and actually it was funny because my sister was born 46 minutes after Christmas. So they called her the, the late Christmas present. Uh-huh. And I do remember one year um, where I guess the writing of things on boxes mess- got messed up. Um, this was before I learned where they were, but I got this doll. Now, right now I am actually creeped out by dolls, but back then I actually thought they were kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So, cause it was not like a baby doll. I hated those things. They still creep me out, <laughs> but this was like a really cool historical looking doll. And I thought it was really amazing. But normally my parents had this thing about having everything be even for my sister and I. Yeah. So, um, she didn't get one and she was so upset. And I mean, she cried all day. It was, oh, it was awful. She was really, really little. And so in the middle of the, my parents must have shoved the, like found the doll, wrapped it really fast and shoved it under her bed. 
And my mom told her that Santa had a message for her and she should go look around her room for an extra present. And she found it under there. And I was old enough to realize that that was actually really cute. Mm-hmm. And she got her doll and she was very happy. <laughs> uh, what uh, You're creeped out by all dolls? I'm not a fan of dolls. Um, I mean, if they're like animal dolls, then fine. <laughs> totally fine. Clown dolls are the worst. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that new... Uh, Won't look bill- at it. The billboard I know exactly now? what you're talking about. <laughs> it's like clown doll. It's pretty terrifying. I can't look. The new poltergeist, for anybody that doesn't... The poltergeist billboard around Los Angeles is oh, really terrifying. God, it's I thought... It's a clown doll face. <sighs> it's awful. It's it's wrong. Nope. So much yeah. nope. I haven't, have you seen the trailer yet? I haven't nope. actually seen Won't. the trailer. Won't see it. <laughs> That's cause... the only thing I remember from the original. I haven't seen the original in so long, and literally the clown is the only thing I remember. That is the reason I don't like clowns mm-hmm. or dolls. Um, no, and actually, my grandma brought me this doll from. She used to go back and forth to Hong Kong a lot. I'm not actually sure why, but she did. And um, uh-huh. she brought me this China doll. And then someone made the mistake of telling me the China doll um, campfire horror story. And I thought the thing was going to kill me with its nails. And I just, <laughs> I have a thing about it. So, as much as I love all toys, like if there's a human face on it, mm-hmm. I get the whole un- Uncanny Valley thing. And I just, I think it's going to murder me. So. <laughs> Yeah, can't handle dolls. What if what if it's the old Star Wars dolls? Oh, no, no, no. Those are action figures. Totally different. <laughs> no, but I, there were the big ones, though, that were All more right, well, dolls. Those are weird. Okay, so I went up to Rancho Obi-Wan. So, oh, I, I want to go. I have not been. Yeah, and for the listeners, it's the biggest collection of Star Wars memorabilia and fan art in the world. It's mm-hmm. like in the Guinness Book. Um, and they have those there, and they are actually kind of creepy. And then there were all those action figures um, from the 70s where, you know, there's only the one woman, there's Leia, so mm-hmm. they use male heads and then just female hair yeah. on them because they didn't make the female faces. And it's just like, this is a manly looking Leia, <laughs> which, you know, cool, but wow. Um, it might still be better than the, the 90s action figures oh. where they were all super buff. Yes. <laughs> what is that? That's weird. That was a real weird choice they made. Oh, God. Yeah, but I saw the I saw the original ones. I wanted one so badly when I was a kid. Um, I guess maybe because it was a specific character, it didn't mm. freak me out. I don't know, but I they had some they actually had some crazy ones um like from Turkey and around the world that were all bootlegs. So they had the names are just slightly changed. Yeah. And it was it was really really cool. Mm-hmm. I love it up there. Oh my god, I wonder yeah, if he'd let me move in. <laughs> Probably not. It's kind of it's like northern California, right? Where yeah, it's in Petaluma, so it's just a little bit above San Francisco. So okay. yeah, Jeff and I drove up there a couple months ago. So actually on Legion of Leia, if you go to the page on the right side, there's the video of, of our visit. So you can actually take a look. Oh nice. Ew, oh my god. It's the second time I've been there and seriously, they have a huge Jabba who I, I would I'd be fine living with. <laughs> I don't think that'd be weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> Is it is it like the like the one that they had at celebration like that big? It's that yeah yeah wow. it's really really cool and it, it's just their house like it's just a house that this is in it's, or is it actually um, a, uh... yeah it's on a it's there's a house there's dogs there so it's just this it's this sort of compound and it's a museum and they have every Star Wars book so my Star Wars book's gonna be in there oh my gosh um, <laughs> and they actually have um, Jeff had he designed um, a bunch of Star Wars toys for Gentle Giant. So, oh, okay. and he's as big a Star Wars fan as I am. Those, uh, the those, uh, the bust ups, right? Yeah, he those. designed all those. Nice. That's so awesome. when we went up there and he saw them there, I'm like, oh my god, your stuff's here too. And he has, a, <laughs> he actually has a picture that he did that's going into the collection too. That's awesome. It's really neat. Uh, it was so crazy at uh, at celebration. I went with my friend and ex ex bandmate uh, Jesse, and he. Did you ever do you know about the a couple of years ago they had that Vader project where mm-hmm. a bunch of the artists painted yep. the Darth Vader helmets? Well, he ended up actually buying one of those. <gasps> and 
uh, he he used to live in New York. He just moved out here, and when he moved out here, he needed to get a car. So he actually sold the <gasps> Darth Vader helmet that he had bought no. and used it towards his car. And he actually made a profit on it from what he paid and oh used gosh. it to, to help a down payment on his car. But anyways, craziest thing. Uh, wait, it wasn't Gentle Giant. It was uh, – I can't remember now. Spacing. Yes, I think so. I think. If it's not Gentle Giant, it's probably Sideshow. Right. Okay. Yeah, so they had a, 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 like a setup at Celebration, and they had two of – the helmets from the Vader project. Yep. One of which was his that he sold. Oh my god! <laughs> and he wow. was yeah he was there with me and we were just like he's like that's my helmet that's the one I used. To oh my have. god! They only had two and one of them was his. That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> oh my god! I wanted everything down there. I wanted you know what I really want that I've I've wanted for years and years and years is a Millennium Falcon from when I was a kid because uh-huh. that was the one thing that I asked for for Christmas that I never got. Well, I, I, other than a pony, but you know. <laughs> I never had it growing. I had most, almost all of the figures, but I didn't have as many of the ships. Yeah. And I never had the Millennium Falcon as a kid, but I weirdly have gained it uh, <gasps> as an adult. So also, if that is missing from your house, it's not at <laughs> it's mine. At, uh, it's weirdly, it's not here. That's at my parents' house. That's but, maybe uh, best. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to keep it, that's maybe best. Because <laughs> credit to my mom. I remember years, because I, uh, I've probably told this on here before, uh, but uh, I had a very small window growing up where... I hit this certain age where I was like, I, I'm, I don't need toys anymore. I'm too old oh, yeah. for my toys. And that we ha- my family happened to have a yard sale in that time, and I sold all my Star Wars toys. <gasps> and no. then like a year later, I regretted it. Oh, <laughs> and, God. And then my mom goes to yard sales a lot. And this was a while ago now, but one day she, uh, I was at the, at the place, and, and she's like comes back from a yard sale, and she handed me... I think it was a Greedo or something, and she was like, I found this at a yard sale. I was like, oh, wow, awesome, thank you. I was like, how much was it? And she says, 20 bucks. I was like, that seems kind of weird for a yard sale, but cool. And uh, and then she walks away, and then she comes back with a huge box oh my God. full of tons of figures <gasps> and a few ships and like a tauntaun, and then walks away again and comes back with another box that has the Millennium Falcon. Oh, and my God. Stuff in it. And she paid $20 for all of it. Oh, my God. And now with the new movies coming out, that will never happen again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow. My sister chewed on all of my action figures. So their their hands got really, really long. And yeah. So, yeah. I just got a uh, an old Boba Fett off of eBay because it was kind of cheap and his, his feet are a little bit chewed up, but I'm okay with it. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. I have a kitten who will also chew on things. So yeah. it's it's fine. I mean, you know, if, if Leia's feet are a little chewed on, I can live with that. I can totally live with that. <laughs> I know. I was scared. I was scared of... Uh... When we got a dog, what was going to happen to my stuff? But she's, she's pretty good about leaving stuff alone. She's also adorable. Yeah. Oh, well, come on. You she's so that. cute. I rubbed her belly. <laughs> She's awesome. So she'll love you forever now. <laughs> um, uh, what about, so are you a, a big uh, Christmas fan still? Or did it kind of like dwindle as you got older? Never or? dwindled. No, I love oh, it. I am. Um, like yeah, I, ha- I always have a tree. It is full of nerdy ornaments. Um, Me too. I'm one of those people that, first of all, when we go get our tree, we go to a place that actually has a petting zoo, so it's like a thing every year <laughs> that I have to pet fancy chickens, sheep and goats, and then get a Christmas fancy tree. Fancy chickens. Fancy chickens. Oh, yeah. They have silky chickens there. If you look up silky Are chickens. Are like super fluffy ones? They of? look like Russian women in fluffy coats and hats. I think I know what you're talking about. And they're about. really friendly, and you can pet them on the head. <laughs> they're so cute. And so we get a tree. Where is this, by the way? Um, It is in Toluca Lake. Okay. And it's really fun. I go every single year. Um, oh yeah, I'm like crazy holiday person. There's mm. stuff draped everywhere. There's, I have this Christmas moose thing that's like 
this two foot high stuffed animal moose in a long coat dressed as Santa with really tiny pine trees in a basket on his back, which makes zero sense. But I love him (laughs) and I've had him for like 15 years and I will never get rid of him. And yeah, I mean, I've got like I've got all kinds of Star Wars ornaments and Jeff and I had our first Christmas tree together this year. So we went out and went a little crazy with the Star Wars ornaments Uh and it was awesome. It was so much fun. I understand. I have a good amount of them and I but I uh, I have a weird rule about Christmas ornaments, though, where if it's like a Star Wars thing, I'll want it. But it needs to have some sort of Christmas element to it. It Uh. can't just be an ornament. Like Darth Vader has to have a Santa hat on or something. I, I think this is a good rule. I think so. Yeah, and I have I have a lot of like <laughs> Doctor. Just kind of like action figures on a tree, which that's, true. that's fine. But I I want the little uh, I get little that Christmas spirit in there on top of it. I totally get that. I have learned that you have nothing with glitter on your tree because I used to have these sparkly. They sort of look like little fluffy branch things, almost like baby's breath, but covered with gold glitter. Uh-huh. That my mom gave me. And I had a cat that used to eat them and then poop glitter, which, while festive, is also gross. <laughs> so I've learned not to do that. Um, and I can't do flocking because I have cats, so you can't do the fake snow. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have pretty much covered everything else. There are Christmas cupcakes. And then we have this thing. because This was the first year we didn't get to go home. So Jeff and I spent Christmas in our pajamas, in big fuzzy slippers, at Batman pajamas, actually. Mm-hmm. Fuzzy Batman pajamas, both of us. Should not tell people that. Um, <laughs> but And just decided that for three days we were going to do nothing but eat all of the crap that we are not allowed to have all year. Yeah. And drink all of the alcohol. And it was absolutely not, lovely. Yeah, that's not a bad plan. It really was great. <laughs> it was so nice. But, you know, I, I actually lost the the happy Christmas joy for a little while because – I had worked in retail when I was back when I was an actor. That does it. That you're not the first person to say that. On oh here. God! Yeah. It was just. It was. I worked at the Warner Brothers store. If you remember that. Okay. And they had this um, cartoon on a loop, and um, there was a such a good looking monster too in my head for d- oh, days and days. And I started to hate the color <laughs> yellow because I had to get so many Tweety Bird slippers. And then um, I worked in all these makeup stores, and there was one year Christmas Eve I had gone home to New York. And even though I lived in California, the company I worked for let me work in Macy's in New York City um, Christmas Eve. Let me. <laughs> I didn't have a choice. <laughs> um, so, and it was just crazy and people were buying anything they could, but it was like they were smacking you in the head with their elbows. And and then one year I worked at my parents' local mall and there was, um, I worked for a company called Too Faced and there was this thing that looked like a book and inside there was makeup, but it was a tester. So people's fingers had been in it and this, we're not allowed to sell those because mm-hmm. Also, why would you want them? They're disgusting. People's fingers have been in them. Um, and this woman punched me because I wouldn't sell it to her. She punched you. Well, she punched you. She tried to hit me in the face, and I moved. So she sort of, it sort of glanced off my shoulder. But security came and grabbed her by the arms and dragged her out of the store. And I was like, oh, my God, it's Christmas Eve. I know your, your kid probably really wants this. <laughs> but do you want her to get herpes? Because people's <laughs> fingers were yeah. in the lip gloss. I've seen people do things with makeup testers that you would not believe. In like Forty mm. Second Street in New York, like people will lick them. <laughs> Hookers would come in and like um, rosy up certain parts of their body with them. Like you just don't touch them. Uh-huh. It's disgusting. <laughs> so yeah, for a little while I had the anti-Christmas thing going, but I'm back now. Yeah, yeah, and like, like they also play the Christmas music, but they play in um, Sephora. They play like modern Christmas music that, you, and you have the same songs on for two hours. So there was one store I worked in where it was nothing but Elvis Christmas album. Mm-hmm. And the other one was Santa Baby, every permutation of Santa Baby. And hearing Santa Baby is still enough to make me homicidal. <laughs> Just warning everyone. Yeah. Uh, how are your feelings on the, the music overall? The, 
I'm better now. Yeah, it really um, divides some people. Yeah, no, I like the older ones. I like, um, I like silly ones like, um, I don't know, I like Stings, I Saw Three Ships. I, I like a lot of them, but then don't ever play Mariah Carey music for me. She went to my high school. Not, not good. Uh, not my favorite person. Um, I was not in with her, but she was. She, she had yeah. a reputation. Well, she, I've met her. Okay. And it wasn't fun. And also the song is annoying as hell. Um, no Santa Babies, ever. I, I, can, no. I can back that, I think. Yeah, yeah no, no Santa Babies. Um, I like the Hawaiian 12 Days of Christmas. The Hawaiian? The Hawaiian one, yeah. I don't know that it's, I um, know that. Five big fat pigs, uh, four flower lays, three coconuts, two, no, no, three something, two coconuts. Oh, something, three bowls of poi, maybe? Two coconuts and one minor bird and one papaya tree. I think I've gotten that. Possibly wrong, but it's fun to listen to. I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick because I'm fascinated now. Because we, we often do a thing on here where we we listen to uh, terrible Christmas songs. <laughs> I'm one. constantly searching them out. but uh, This one's not, great. I... <laughs> it's really great. <laughs> like genuinely great or just like ridiculous great? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> do both of those things. <laughs> Yeah, there um, it, there's some really fun stuff out there. There was a there was a bare naked ladies and Sarah McLaughlin song that I liked, and <laughs> I'm I'm very skeptical of that. No, it's actually good. It's actually <laughs> really good. Which I can't think of a name all of a sudden. Um, that one, anything from South Park. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a fan of that uh, the South Park Christmas one. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, I like I like a nice mix of eclectic and weird mm-hmm. and traditional. And just just leave out Mariah Carey and Santa Baby, and I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> My computer's not cooperating with me. I really wanted to try and pull that up, but it doesn't want to do that right now. I'll I might have to try and insert it later. Or something. Yeah, because it's it's really wonderful. <laughs> Good to know. Number one day of Christmas, my two children gave to me one minor bird and one papaya tree. Number two day of Christmas, my two children gave to me. Coconuts and one minor bird and one papaya tree. And number three day of Christmas, my two children gave to me. She tried squid, coconut, and one minor bird and one papaya tree. And number four day of Christmas, my two children gave to me. Four flower lays, three dried squid, two coconuts, and one minor bird and one papaya tree. And number five day of Christmas, my two children gave to me. Five big fat Good thing we've had, we've had a Hawaiian on the show, and he didn't even mention that. Oh, <laughs> I have. I'll have, have to ask him about this. I've done something for the first time. Wow. <laughs> Happy. Yes. Um, well, a uh, couple things before I, before I kick you out. All right. Uh, I'm taking your all, dog. <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh. Um, I've been asking everyone this lately towards the end of the show. Um, good friend of the show and myself, Dave Clock. Uh, he, his two favorite things are chicken sandwiches mm-hmm. and hockey. There's so much that he, a friend, made him a patch for his jacket that says hockey and sandwiches on it. Aww. And so I've been asking everyone, if you were to have a patch made for you, you had to have a patch, oh. and you list your two things on there, what's your patch going to say? Star Wars and Dragons. That was quick. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Well, usually I, everybody like thinks about it way too hard, but you were ready. Nope, Star Wars and dragons. <laughs> yep, yeah, or maybe a dragon with Leia buns. Like that could totally yeah. work. Well, it's it's it, we're going with words. Words. Oh yeah. So, so Star Wars and dragons. Okay. Yeah, there would be no question about that. I, <laughs> and I, I mean, or I mean, you could. I suppose you could 
trade dragons for swords because I do a lot of swords and lightsabers in my house. Uh huh. So uh, yeah, I would say either Star Wars and dragons or lightsabers and swords. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You you didn't go. A lot of people hear the uh, the sandwich part and they feel the need to throw food in there. So I uh, do I, enjoy. Not, I mean, it's not necessary. I like that you didn't do. Right. It. I do enjoy a good sandwich, but I'm vegetarian, <laughs> so my my food choices are probably really weird to other people. I understand. Because <laughs> you can't leave like Star Wars and tofu because people will think you're very odd. <laughs> yeah. Although I would like to actually, I would love just seeing that though. Just walking around seeing a stranger that has Star Wars and tofu written on their jacket. I feel like now I'm going to need to make a tofu Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I can't cook, but I just feel like that should happen. <laughs> well, let us let us know when this happens. Okay. I'd like to see this. <laughs> uh, well, thanks so much for coming by and doing this. Oh, thanks um, for having me. Is there anything you want to uh, plug before we yes, wrap this up? Because I, I I never sleep and only work. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so Star Wars Psychology: um, The Dark Side of the Mind is coming out October sixth. You can pre-order it now on Amazon. Um, it's really really cool. I'm I'm really excited about all this. So I did all of the sidebars too. So I have an interview with Sam Witwer from Force Unleashed and. Clone Wars, and it, I'm really, really proud of this. So yeah, that's exciting. This is my first book out that's not a comic book. So, okay. yeah, I'm very excited. That's um, exciting. And then give us a like for Legion of Leia on Facebook. We're Legion of Leia on everything. Legion of mm-hmm. Leia on Twitter, on Facebook, Instagram, all the social medias. Um, you can follow me at Jenna Bush, B-U-S-C-H, like the beer, not the president. <laughs> and, um, and also I am a co-host of a show called Most Craved that is on Crave Online, ComingSoon.net, and superhero hype. Um, so every week we talk about all kinds of geeky news, and it's kind of awesome. Um, and then my episode, uh, my second episode of Tabletop with Will Wheaton just came out a couple weeks ago. So that's up on Geek and Sundry. Um, and we played Five Tribes with um, Will, Satine Phoenix, and Richard Garriott, who was on the International Space Station. Nice. Spaceman. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, Jenna, thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> Coming to the theater, it's The Dark Knight Rises, the musical. My name is Batman, I live in Gotham City, and I've been in hiding for a long, long time. And now a masked man has come into my city, and now it's time to suit up and go fight some crime. The Dark Knight Rises, the musical, is the only time you're ever going to hear Bruce Wayne's thoughts on Catwoman. Through song. There's something sneaky about this bitch. Well, she's not a bitch. Those are dogs. And she is a cat. Woman. People have called The Dark Knight Rises the weakest of the Christopher Nolan trilogy. But that's just because they didn't get a singing vein. I am Gotham's Reckoning. My name is Bane. I will break it back and you will feel much pain. Advanced reviews are calling The Dark Knight Rises the musical confusing and unnecessary. Tickets on sale sometime, so be sure to get them then. You'll leave the theater singing. I've seen The Dark Knight Rises. I've seen the musical of it too.
the end once again. And yeah, there were a couple little uh, reruns in there. Again, I don't care. Just deal with it. You <laughs> How's that for an attitude? That makes you want to listen, right? No. I try to get new content on here when I can, and you know what? Sometimes it's hard. So I try to just throw some fun extras in there. And when things come up, such as Star Wars, a lot, then I'm going to bring some of those things back. And, uh, you know, that Dark Knight Rises the musical, it's coming sometime. So why not throw it in? Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Thanks, Jenna Bush, for coming by. She gave us her plugs already. Uh, now I'm going to go on with my plugs. Uh, as I told you earlier, the Patreon.com slash Tony Thaxton, you can pledge some money there. Absolutely no pressure, but why not join that Cover of the Week club? Why not get the Cover of the Week and a bonus episode every month? Um, and some other fun stuff, but uh, that's always appreciated. Uh, if you can't do that, um, you can go to Amazon.com. No, you can't. Well, you can, but I'd rather you go to FeliceNavipod.com. Click on the Amazon banner and go shop as you always would. That'll help the show. I said that earlier, I think. Um, so let's get into some other stuff. Uh, you, if you live in Los Angeles, May 9th, I will be playing drums with Allison Weiss at the Roxy, opening for Hidden in Plain View. Uh, so come on out if you're around. That's going to be a lot of fun. Allison is great. I hope to have her back on the show soon. Maybe she'll drop by sometime unexpectedly like everyone else does. Um, and also just subscribe to the show and leave us a nice review on iTunes. I can't ask you that enough. And uh, I've said it before. It's been a while, though. If you have some uh, fun, weird, old Christmas stories, I'd love to hear them. Uh, if they're too long to tweet at Felice Navipod, then tweet them. Or, no, no, email me. Uh, FeliceNavipod at gmail.com. Send those over. Um... And uh, as far as other dates go, just uh, let you know Christmas is December 25th. So I think that's going to do it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I've been Tony Thaxton. That's been Rigby. And as always, we wish you a Merry Christmas from the